0: So, hello, welcome back to another stream, a rather late night stream. It is 9 p.m. Let's set things up correctly here. And um, today it's going to be about hypnosis. Or part of today is going to be about hypnosis. Probably a bit more since I have seen that the article that I've chosen is rather, um, rather short, I'd say. But anyway, let me show you, there we go, uh, once again an article from the psychologytoday.com site by, um, uh, you cannot see it, let's, no, by this guy, by Randy Ember, MD or Anbar, whatever, Understanding hypnosis, which may be a book that he wrote, I really do not know, unfortunately, but it might be. So what is the difference between hypnosis and meditation? Hypnosis and meditation evolve changing the 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 mindset in different ways. Hypnosis can be defined as a state of focused attention in which people can be more responsive to suggestion. Meditation can be defined as the use of a technique to train attention and awareness resulting in mental clarity and calm. If hypnosis is used to achieve mental clarity and calm, there is a clear overlap between the two forms of mind training. Both hypnosis and meditation involve changing the mindset. However, the path to achieving this change is different. Hypnosis can be defined as a state of focused attention in which people can be more responsive to suggestion. Meditation can be defined as uh, as the use of a technique to train attention and awareness with the purpose of achieving mental clarity, calm and stability. There are many forms of meditation, including mindfulness, loving-kindness and mantra meditation. Thus, if hypnosis is used for the purpose of achieving mental clarity and calm, there is a clear overlap between the two forms of mind training. The two mental practices can diverge significantly in that therapy with Hypnosis often directly focuses on relief of physical discomfort and disease, enhancement of academic or athletic performance or gaining of insight, while meditation largely focuses on being in the moment. Ironically, even though meditation was introduced to the Western world at a later date than hypnosis, there are many more medical studies of meditation, perhaps, because it does not carry the misconception-based baggage of hypnosis. The studies of meditation show the power of the mind-body connection. Subjects who have meditated for two months show a change in their physical brain structure as seen on magnetic resonance brain scans. By Hölzel, 2011. Um, Which, isn't this an FMRI scan? (coughs) An FMRI scan, as far as I know. Resonance magnetic imaging, I guess. Or something for children, I have found hypnosis to be more practical, as its effect, uh, as its effective application can require only a few minutes a day initially. After a few weeks of practice with hypnosis, children can learn to achieve a relaxation response nearly instantaneously, whenever they feel stressed. On the other hand, effective meditation may require 10 to 30 minutes of daily or twice daily practice indefinitely. I have borrowed elements of meditation techniques and taught my patients how to integrate these into therapy with hypnosis. For example, patients can enter a hypnotic state by focusing on the breathing as they exhale and inhale for a few moments. This is similar to the use of breathing in mindfulness meditation. I have taught some of my patients who are struggling with an unpleasant individual in their lives to use loving-kindness thoughts towards that individual as a way of improving their relationship take-home message and therefore also uh, the end of this article, unfortunately, since the mind and body are integrated, experiences that change that's dynamic can have a profound effect on both the mind and body. Mind-body techniques, such as hypnosis and meditation, provide us with with ways of enhancing our self-control. Since I now know that it is not the same, I do actually want to know how i can still use it Oh, use it anyway the healing practice of self-hypnosis what hypnosis really can do for you hypnotherapy well let's actually see let's quickly oh hmm. <laughs> guess what by whom this article is what hypnosis can really do for you hmm. maybe it is by Randy Anba. Hypnosis evolves a state of focused attention. In the state of hypnosis, people are more receptive to suggestion, uh, suggestions. I'm sorry. You have control over your body and thoughts while in a state of hypnosis, people can become empowered by harnessing their minds through use of self-hypnosis. An official definition hypnosis, hypnotic induction, hypotherapy, the magic show experience. Empowerment. Well, this is actually interesting. The magic show experience. The conscious definitions of hypnosis provided by the APA panel give us a good framework from which to understand hypnosis as clearly as possible. Contrast this definition with what might be implied at a magic show demonstration of hypnosis. First of all, the magicians might say, I will now perform some hypnosis, which blurs the line between the state of hypnosis and the act of inducing hypnosis. The magician might say when I clap my hands you will fall into a deep sleep. This implies that the magician will exert some control over the volunteer in the show. Note that such magicians tend to select volunteers who appear gifted in hypnosis as some people are more hypnotizable than others. Such highly uh, hypnotizable people accept suggestions very easily which is why they might appear to fall asleep when it is suggested they do so. However, it is important to understand Call that people can be in control of whether to accept suggestions. Thus, the magician does not have control over them. Finally, remember that the magician is interested in the entertainment value of hypnosis, rather than the well-being of the volunteer. I personally think that leaving the impression of the volunteer that he or she can be controlled by a magician is not good from a psychological perspective. <laughs> I would say this as well. Because the volunteer might conclude that he or she is weak-willed or has little power over their life, To be perfectly clear, this isn't true. You will still have control over your body and thoughts while in a state of hypnosis. I still want to know the healing practice of self-hypnosis. Not by him, well. Learning self-hypnosis is fairly easy, but like any new skill, it does take practice Commit to yourself the following steps at least two to three times each and every day until it becomes second nature. There are no drugs involved, no medical procedures and no perfect conditions you have to achieve. Just practice and your mind will start to cooperate. Um, By the way, by Beverly D. Flexington. This is a six-step process, apparently. First... Step is to find a quiet place. You can sit for about five minute, minutes, yes, minutes and be uninterrupted. You don't want a ringing phone, needy kids or your boss walking in on you. For some people sitting in a parked car with the doors locked and safety first uh, or stepping into public bath rooms, dull for a few minutes could work. Otherwise find a spot you like where you feel safe and can sit comfortably. Make sure that your back is supported and you're not liable to fall over once you start to become relaxed. Start by uncrossing your legs and allowing your hands to rest comfortably in your lap. Once you are comfortable, begin to take a deep breath. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth very gently and very calmly. Focus on the breath. Imagine you can see it going in and see it coming out. Take two more deep breaths on the third breath. When you are breathing out, close your eyes. Sit there for a couple of minutes, just allowing your breath to go in and out, and focusing all of your attention on your breath. Every time you want to think a thought or check the time or get up and tense to a matter, gently push that thought away and come back to your breath. Or breath, I'm sorry. Do nothing other than breathe. Once you're fully relaxed and focused on your breath, I'll allow your body to get very heavy wherever you are sitting. Notice your legs and your arms becoming weighted down and almost glued to the jaya. It is a comfortable state and overall a very relaxing one as you just give in to your body weights and allow yourself to sink into wherever you are sitting. Once you are very relaxed in your mind, gently repeat a positive mantra such as I am calm, I am in control, I am relaxed. Repeat this mantra over and over or find one that resonates with you. The language should be I. Language. And should be positive and encouraging but also soothing. Repeat this over and over and allow your body to give it to the relaxation and calm feelings you are generating. When you have reached your five minutes you may have to use a timer at the first session but over time your mind will let you know when five minutes are up and it will start to feel energy returning to your body. You will focus on each limb and body part and send energy and confidence to that part. Then you will take three more Deep breaths again in through your nose and out through your mouth. Come slowly backward from 10 to 1 and when you reach the count of 1, open your eyes. Allow yourself to sit there for a couple of minutes and enjoy the positive experience of giving yourself this valuable time. Um, self-hypnosis techniques. Self hypnosis step by step. Visualize. Spend time in your scene. Teach yourself self hypnosis relaxation techniques. How to perform. Um, I do actually want to get another one, just to make sure that whatever I've just read is just not utterly bullshit. Quite. You know what I mean. The ultimate guide to self hypnosis from that from today actually the twenty. Oh, that's odd. February twenty. Oh no, <laughs> uh, it's 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 been a year. I'm gonna skip, I think, a few steps. So yeah, or there we go. Stages of hypnosis. The stages of hypnosis aren't rigid. They're ultimately brainwave states, so you go in and out like a wave, come and says and research confirms. But you'll typically experience. Three stages. The first one is the beta stage or beta, beta, whatever. This is the initial stage, which Cummins also calls. So apparently this is a conversation with Cummins, C-U-M-M-I-N-S, just for clarification. Says, um, this is the initial stage, which Cummins also calls the conversational stage, in which you are just starting to settle down, but you're still very much aware. Your brain is producing waking beta waves and you're beginning to take in what your hypnosis session is about. Alpha stage. This stage, comes says, is when the mind and body start to calm down as you enter a very relaxed, more meditative state. Theta stage. I'm sorry, stage, not state maybe. Finally, you'll enter the third stage in which your brain produces theta waves associated with deep meditation is almost dreamlike and this is where the mind becomes suggestible to whatever intention you are working with. Um, hypnosis works by putting us into a suggestible state in which what we imagine feels real to the unconscious mind. Here the idea is that we are able to break negative patterns and behaviors by allowing our unconscious let- to let them go, which can be difficult to do in our normal waking state. Everybody is more suggestible in that state, Cummins notes, so it is an ideal time to plant your own suggestions for yourself. You can apply the principle of self-hypnosis to a number of goals, including, but not limited to, breaking an addiction, being more confident, living a healthier life. Um, oh, there should be... A... For example, being more confident. If someone wanted to be more confident, their hypnosis session would revolve largely around imagining... Uh, what that confidence would be like. Consider the rules of manifestation here. When we get clear on what we're actually trying to achieve and what it feels like, we can better embody it. Living a healthier lifestyle. On that note, comments notes she often sees hypnosis used to help people achieve goals like losing weight, eating better or just being all healthier overall. The idea is when we are able to really imagine what it would look and feel like to be healthy, we can more confidently move toward that goal. Being less anxious and stressed. Objective players could imagine how it would look if you didn't feel like that. Um, apparently used as a tool for stepping back and noticing these feelings from a distance. I see. Getting unstuck in general. If you're feeling stuck in any area of your life, hypnosis might be just a thing to help you get out of that. How to hypnotize yourself. There we go. This is a 10-step process. Um, Better Every Day. A Guided Hypnosis Meditation. By uh, MindBodyGreen. Which is a SoundCloud link. I am, by the way, on the MindBodyGreen.com site. Slash article. Slash how to hypnotize yourself. With a dash in between every word. Because I may not... Uh, ...included in in the description of the YouTube video... ...nor uh, somewhere on the podcast, maybe, I don't know, probably not. But you're going to find it really quickly by typing that in. The first step, get set up. Find a quiet place where you'll be undisturbed and sit in a comfortable chair with feet flat on the floor. If you want to make it even more relaxing and healing, you can lie down as long as you won't fall asleep... Feel free to light candles and turn on ambient music without words. Don't forget to silence your phone. Second, Fix your gaze. Choose a point of focus wherever, uh, somewhere in your front and above you in your field of vision, a uh, spot on the wall that you see and focus on that point. Relax your shoulders, imagine your peripheral vision beginning to blur and relax. Extend your awareness to the two corners of the room in front of you while maintaining focus on the point. Your peripheral vision blurred and relaxed. Uh, Your shoulders relaxed. Extend your awareness to the two corners of the room behind you while maintaining focusing on the point. This expands your awareness and prompts the relaxation process. Soften your gaze and take in the whole room without moving your eyes. The whole peripheral uh, vision thing and focusing your eyes and, and all of that stuff has also been talked about by Andrew Huberman, which was very recently also talking to, I think, David Spiegel, if I remember correctly, uh, and the, you know one of the founders, I guess, of the Rivery app, which is a self-hypnosis app, which is unfortunately only available for iOS, but it's also a very great episode to watch. And as I said, Andrew Huberman was also talking about the whole peripheral thing, as well as the eye and, and and what sight and looking at certain things and and just light can do to us in positive and negative ways set your intention write down or state aloud what your intention or wishes for your self hypnosis journey i.e to feel more calm or focused more confidence to be financially abundant healthy creative atc breathe take three deep breaths repeating breathe in relaxation breathe out release Repeat more than three times if you wish. Become the observer. Imagine you can run through the scenario that you wish to shift. Imagine it as it is. So if you're stressed or procrastinating, imagine you can observe yourself experiencing this like a mind movie. Through a compassionate lens as if you were your own best friend. This can be more visual or more emotional depending on how your mind works. Feel it in your body, think of your intention or wish, imagining where the energy of your wish sits in your body, it could be in your heart, your stomach, anywhere that feels right. Breathe in again, thinking of your wish. If your wish was a color, what color would it be? If it was an emotion, what emotion would it be? Place your hand on a part of your body where you have imagined the wish living. Continue breathing and giving life to your wish. Use your imagination. Next, imagine the situation as you wish it to be. Eighth, move your intention through your body. Focus on the energy of this more positive state moving around your body. This is your wishing mind. This is sacred well of inter- uh, intentional energy, a reservoir. I'm sorry, a reservoir of unlimited resources always available to you. Engage your senses. Imagine the best possible scenario in which things go better, even better than you you would hope. Uh, try in your mind to experience this with all your senses, feeling it, seeing it, hearing it, imagine making it stronger, brighter and more intense. Anchor this feeling into your body, bringing your hands to where you feel it's strongest in your body and breathe into it. Close the session. Gently bring yourself out by breathing in relaxation and breathing out release a few more times. Hold your hands to where you feel the positive resources and feeling in your body. Thank yourself for giving yourself this moment of relaxation and intentional journey into your mind. Tips to maximize the effects, work with your intention throughout the day. Give yourself grace, remember that a little goes a long way, and to notice your triggers. The bottom line, if you're looking to achieve goals, release negative patterns or reinforce positive, your unconscious mind can be an ally. Practicing the fundamentals of self-hypnosis is one way to get a better understanding of this world that lies within. And with that being said, I'm going to end the episode here. I do really, really, really hope that I've been able to share certain amazing things that that sparked your interest in uh, meditation and, and getting to know this craft But yeah, with that being said, I'm going to see you next time.